the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello, America. Third hour, Pure Opelka. Got a lot going on. Uh, I, I have to, I have to get into this discussion. The John McEnroe story that that popped yesterday. As John McEnroe, you know, he's he's a, he's a bit of a character. He's a bit of a free spirit. The guy doesn't mind speaking his mind. And at fifty, what is he? Fifty-eight years old now. Yeah, he's fifty-eight years old. He's. He's not going to be playing tennis competitively, so I don't think he has to worry about uh, Serena Williams saying, after I deliver this baby, I want a match against you, which that would be an interesting match anyway. But uh, McEnroe was asked a question about Serena. Now, an incredible athlete, Serena Williams. I, I think we can all agree on that. She's just amazing. And to watch Serena play tennis as a tennis fan, it's fantastic. But to say that the female tennis players and the male tennis players are on the same level really is dishonest. And we need to look no further than the way the tournaments are structured. And I know I'm, I'm going to get some heat from some of the the women who are out there listening, but if male players and female players truly are the same or equal, then why is it at a tournament like Wimbledon do the men have to play best of five sets and the women play only best of three? So it, what I'm saying is if you're a male player, you have to win three out of five sets in order to win your match and move on to the next event. As a woman, you only need to win two out of three. But the pay is the same. The pay is exactly the same. So there's somewhere the officials have said there's there's a difference here. There's a difference in, in the way the men tennis players and the women tennis players are going to compete if it truly is equal, if they're truly going to have exact same paychecks for the same work, same pay, equal work, equal pay, right? Why aren't the women playing best of five? Are you saying that the women don't have the same stamina? Because I've watched marathons and the women that run marathons run the same 26.2 mile course that the men run. Times are different, but people are attributing that to the fact that women weren't allowed to run marathons for years, so they'll eventually catch up. And I've heard some physical experts say that women marathoners will ultimately eclipse men's times because their bodies are built better for distance running. But in this case, John McEnroe got called out because he was asked... What, what do you think of Serena Williams? This was an NPR interview and said, you know, where would she be? She's the best female player in the world, John McEnroe said. 
best female ever, no question, in the tennis world. But the interview argued, well, some say she's the best player in the world. Why qualify it? And McEnroe countered that if Williams played the men's circuit, she'd be like 700 in the world. Now, that's an interesting statement because um, I think she's better than that. I think she's a lot better than that. But the story hit and it bubbled up and McEnroe appeared on CBS This Morning yesterday and the the hosts of CBS This Morning were basically surrounding McEnroe and taking shots at him. And uh, co-host Nora O'Donnell even grilled McEnroe on the subject, uh, asking him again if he's sorry for ranking Miss Williams so low. No. I'm yes. just waiting. Would wait. you like to apologize? Uh, no. Um, no, but I, 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 offer. I, yeah. the, the offer is this, is because it seems in tennis, unlike other sports that they're always asking about how women, they always ask me how I would do for someone. Why isn't this old bag John McEnroe? How would he do against Serena? Well, he said he, he probably <laughs> he wouldn't do well. But he's also said that um, that he won't apologize and they wouldn't let it go. They actually would not let it go. Gail King wouldn't let it go. And they kept coming back at McEnroe, and he finally, finally hit him with another review of where he thought Serena would be. The one thing that struck me was you, you really bond with artists and comedians because you said that you can see how they do what they do because they're solitary out there. Well, I mean, obviously, you go to an art show and people look at it and you hear these comments, uh, a lot of them pretty rough at times, and then... I was on the tennis court, played a lot of matches where people would come out. You're a bum, you know, you're a jerk, what you're apparently saying right now about <laughs> what I said. And not inaccurate. McEnroe was talking about it. Uh, let, me, let me go ahead a little bit to where he's actually going back to the question of ranking. I think I dug a little deeper, found an extra gear, maybe, God forbid, threw my opponents off a few times or whatever way you have to get it done. I didn't do that deliberately. Some people won't believe that. Later on, perhaps, when it became obvious. You didn't play for the camera at times or the crowd? You know, uh, Gail, I swear to you, in the beginning, it was just me as a kid trying to change the sport and bring it to the masses the same way that people look at football and basketball, all the other games. I mean, they're not saying, hello, how are you on the football field? So this is McEnroe talking about the fact when he yelled and cursed and he yelled, uh, the chalk flew up, you cannot be serious. I, that was at Wimbledon, actually, when the chalk flew up from the line. But they went back to him. Because Gail King wasn't going to let this go. Neither was Charlie Rose. Neither was Nora O'Donnell. And the other French, it's incredible. I mean, I look at these guys. I mean, I admire Roger, but the way he, he's done it, how much he loves it, it's what I really respect. You know, but in terms of the history of tennis, is it Rod Laver or is it Roger or is it someone? Well, my rankings would be Roger, you know, Rafa, close second. Rod Laver was my idol. Then I throw Pete Sampras in. Um, he's the greatest fast court player. Serena Williams at five. <laughs> <laughs> and number six, Novak Djokovic. Okay, you happy now? So he went back and ranked the top five players of all time, giving Serena number five, and then said, are you happy now? Uh, you know, this really is silly. Serena Williams is a great player, but let's face it. And if you want to get mad at me, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. If you want to argue it, 
then you have to be prepared to face the reality that the men actually pay play 50% more matches potentially than the women. I'm sorry I missed that. Who's from Florida on the phone? Janie's calling from Florida. Janie, welcome to the program. Welcome back to the program. Are you gonna Are you gonna agree or disagree with me on this one, Mike? I'm sorry, honey. I just gotta set you straight. Okay. You're looking at this wrong. It just proves that sometimes it takes men twice as long to figure out who's right than it does women. I would we love to give a you a bit longer. You gotta have five tries at it. We only need three. I would love to give you a round of applause, Janie. It's a nice effort, but I will tell you there is not a male tennis pro player alive who would say, okay, we'll play two out of three, and we'll take know, the same sir, paycheck. I was just giving you a little grief. I know. I, I know. Think, I appreciate it. I think it, it should be fair on, you know, all counts, but they're not yeah, going to do it, that. And the interesting thing here is that Serena Williams – was not happy that she got brought into that discussion. And she tweeted at John McEnroe, I adore and respect you, but please keep me out of your statements that are not factually based. <laughs> well, I it was know, and p- you have women's sports and men's sports, and that's a reason for there to be two different sports and two different competition levels. This letting, you know, the runners run, male runners run on the girls' side just for a medal because they couldn't win on the men's side. And this gender thing, there's a difference between boys and girls on all levels. Leave this alone. Well, I, I agree with you, but, you know, if we, we just have to get everybody to agree that there are just two genders. Once we get down to that, then I think we're in good shape, Janie. I, I think we'll be okay. Where are you driving today? You delivering something today? Uh, I bring groceries up from South Florida to Central Florida every day. But, hey, Mike, love my relief factor. Oh, God, thank, thank goodness you're still using it. I am, I'm happy to hear it. It's working. Your carpal tunnel's down. You're climbing in and up. Out of the cab of the truck, all right? Yes, and I have survived a first play date with the one-year-old and the nine-month-old who are both trying to walk and go in two different directions. And I was up, down, up, down, up, down, sit on the floor, get up, go chase one this way. Go ch-. And my son looked at me and goes, Mom, you won't be moving in the morning. And surprisingly, I was. Well, that's that's great news. Well, first of all, it's great news you get that time with the little ones. And and second of all, it's great that you don't have any of the pain. I'm very happy to hear that. And I'm always happy to hear your voice, Janie. I love that you're out there listening. And as you're driving, this is to all the Blaze Radio audience. These are some of the truckers who call in this show. And you better be respectful of our trucker friends on the road they're providing all Our the sustenance we need. To anybody from- out here on the road, Mike, learn yep. to merge. Learn how to do that, <laughs> and the rest of it we can deal with. But just learn how to merge. <laughs> learn to merge. The rest of it we learn can deal with. Merge. Thank you. Thank you, Janie. Have Bye, a great Mike. rest of your day. Uh, I'm going to step aside. When we come back, let's wrestle with this Project Veritas CNN thing. Uh, I think it's very interesting, and I've had my problems with Project Veritas. I've had my problems with James O'Keefe in the past. 
but I wrote him last night and I said, nice job on the CNN thing. I found it very interesting. We'll deal with it next on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. About uh, two hours ago, we talked to Dr. Jorge, and he was talking about being smarter, being smarter about our health, being smarter about how we live our lives, being more in tune to our, our own healthcare footprint. And he talked about health consciousness. And that's kind of along the lines of what's going on with our new sponsor. I'm very happy to talk about HealthIQ.com. HealthIQ.com slash The Blaze. This is a life insurance company, and it's somebody that I am currently uh, trying to get life insurance through, and I'm real happy with what I'm hearing. But they base their decisions not just on your age, your gender, and are you married, because that's what a lot of them do. It's more on how much you know and understand and live a healthier life. And they can actually get really good rates based on it. Uh, I took the test and then I had a follow-up call with one of their advisors. I'm going to have an in-house visit with one of their physician's assistance people. They'll take the blood, they'll weigh me, they'll measure, you know, that whole thing. But what they offered in the initial preliminary discussion on this term life policy was so much better than what I had seen anywhere else. And it's from the big people, the real big companies, but they've just got this, this program that screens you based on your knowledge, your health consciousness. And it combines all of the elements usually found with this. So if you're a healthy person trying to be healthy, working on getting healthier and you're looking for life insurance, good idea. HealthIQ.com slash The Blaze. HealthIQ.com slash The Blaze. Take the test and see if, if in the conversation things work out for you. I, I will tell you guys about every step of the way as I go through this. And I'll let you know how happy I am right now. I'm very happy. And uh, I think if you're looking for life insurance, HealthIQ.com, The Blaze, is a place you should stop. Thank you, HealthIQ.com. All right, it's uh, it's been a weird day as we've we've talked to a couple of really deep blue Democrats on this show, and we we've talked about a pet raccoon and a mouse on the subway causing all kinds of trouble, and Bernie Sanders is is denying or not answering questions about being under federal investigation. There's all kinds of stuff going on, and I figure we just need some real crazy on the show. So when I need crazy, I go to the headquarters of crazy, the capital of crazy, my friend, Angie Austin. Angie, welcome back. We've missed you. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I know. You don't want to be called the, the capital of crazy. No, you find more strange stories than I do. I used to think I was the king of crazy stories. Crazy. Yeah. No, but you. Me too. You call, you call me and you go, did you hear about it? Did you see this? Did you, did you know that? And I'm I'm dying because I'm going, wait a minute. Where did you find a story about a guy who's going to jail 
or, or spends three months in jail for drywall powder that wasn't drywall powder. Yeah, and here's the deal. This is out of Florida, which I feel like every week I bring a story to you from Florida. I mean, you talk about the capital of crazy. Sorry, Florida. I love you. I go there every year. However, the stories are so bizarre. This Florida man spent 90 days in jail. Police pull him over. He was driving without headlights, and there was a white powder found in his car. So they brought the dogs over. Uh, The dogs uh, basically said, yes, you know, there is cocaine in that car. I mean, they don't say that, but you know how they do their tail wag and all that jive. So Carlos Cash, which I think is a phenomenal name, by the way, fantastic. Carlos Cash uh, finally got out of jail last week after lab results determined that he was telling the truth, that in his handyman's car was actually drywall dust, not cocaine. He repeatedly told them he was a drywaller. uh, But here's the deal. This is what I tell my kids. When you do something in the past, people will judge you by it. And then when you tell the truth or do the right thing, they will, they will be suspicious because in the past you've done the wrong thing. Well, this guy was on probation for marijuana and cocaine charges from 2015. So when the canine alerted on his vehicle, they're like, oh, well, it's not a drywall dust. It's cocaine. And I'm thinking, like, are labs that backed up that this guy did three months in the Hooskow before they figured this out, that it was drywall dust? Well, first of all. I, I watch this crazy show on A&E on Friday yeah. and Saturday nights. And if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it, check it out. Live PD. Have you seen it? No. It is. It is a show that's like the old cop show, except they have 30 cameras in cities all over America. And they're uh-huh. live with cops. And they go from incident to incident. And, and whenever they pull somebody over, if they had pulled this guy over, Mr. Cash, and they said, the dog hit on your car, all this white dust, we think it's the cocaine. They would have brought out these little swabs. And they hit the powder or whatever. And if it turns yeah. purple, you're going to jail. And right. So That's what don't they have that? And is the drywall dust in a baggie or it was scattered all over the car? Like nobody transports cocaine scattered all over the car. I mean, I've never like actually been when like a locked up abroad person trying to bring cocaine across the border. But I would think you don't like spread it all over the car. Right? Well, you know, Ange, you may have just yeah. stumbled into a brilliant smuggling idea that the <laughs> cocaine people are going to make big giant things of cocaine that look like drywall, and that's how they'll bring them in. Well, can I give you a drywallers joke? Sure, why not? Sure. How do drywallers um, get high? I don't know. They they use joint compound, of course. Get it? Drywalling, joint compound. Is that, was that not good? Is that too soon? <laughs> Let's leave that to the professionals. Can you tell me about the large baby in North Carolina? Okay, this story is so disturbing on so many levels because my news guy always has, we call him the old newsman with really long stories, right? So you'll, you'll do a story like this. Wow, did you hear like a 14.4-pound baby was born in Lexington, South Carolina? And they'll go, you know, when my son was born and they did a C-section, I remember the doctor's arms were all the way up to their elbows and my wife, and they couldn't <laughs> find the baby. I'm like, whoa, 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 back up, mister. <sighs> That's really inappropriate. It is inappropriate, but they have a 14-and-a-half-pound baby born in North Carolina? Yes. 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 Isn't that? I mean, my kid weighed that like a year. 14-and-a-half pounds? 
Mm-hmm. I'm, 14. And that's I, a that's a huge baby. My my eight-year-old weighs 39 pounds. Okay, so this kid is almost half the size of my 14-year-old. Not quite, but uh, the dad says he would like his son, Colin, to be a defensive lineman at Clemson University and then play for the Green Bay Packers. So he already has very specific goals for his large baby. Well, that's all in the next two years, apparently, from the right. size of this kid. 14 and a half pounds. All I'm saying is, uh, Mom... I'm guessing no more horseback riding lessons for you for a while. Jeez. Uh, oh, wow. no, you, don't, you can't have that like the old-fashioned way. That's not even humanly possible. I don't know. What do I know? I, I, I know from nothing. Well, let's get on to something I do know, and that's airline flights being delayed. You have mm-hmm. a story about a, a Chinese airline that was delayed. Why? It was delayed about five hours. So um, a woman who was in her 80s decided that she wanted to have a safe flight. So she was praying for safety, and she launched coins into the engine on Tuesday. So nine coins she launched into the engine of the jet, and only one hit its intended target and actually went into the engine. But another uh, passenger saw this at Pudong International, Shanghai Pudong International Airport, and she said, like, hey, I think it's really weird. Some old lady just threw it. Sorry if you're in your 80s. Some elderly lady threw uh, coins in the engine of the plane, which, you know, if a goose causes problems, nine coins could be a problem. And so they uh, took about five hours to uh, inspect the issue. Hold on a second. Did, did Did the windows on the Chinese airlines roll down so she could stick her hand out and throw coins at the the No, they don't get on like we do. They actually, she goes across the tarmac and as she's passing the engine, kind of glanced left and right said her little prayer and launched all her coins because they don't have like the fancy ramps apparently uh, all the time. She was on the tarmac. <laughs> I'm never going to China. And if I do, again. I, I again, I'm not going to be on a Chinese airline. All right, I got time for one more story. And this okay. is one I did not know about, but you said you had breaking news about Bill Cosby and his, uh, his town hall tour. Okay, so I thought he was going to do one of those like Charlie Sheen winning Tiger's Blood town hall tours and actually like teach young men how to sexually assault women, allegedly, sorry, allegedly. And um, no, um, apparently his spokesperson told Good Day Alabama. I was was like, where did this start? Because now they're saying it's propaganda. Well, his uh, spokesman, Andrew Wyatt, went on Good Day Alabama and said, Mr. Cosby wants to get back to work. We're planning town halls and we're going to be coming to this city sometime in July. And the host was like, really? Like town hall? Like to talk to people? He said, this issue is bigger than Bill Cosby. They basically said that they were going to talk about laws and tell athletes to protect themselves from you know, these accusations that were false. And the funniest part, listen to this, the host says, is it kind of a do what I say and not as I do situation? Yeah, pretty much, and right? He, said, he goes, yeah, right. I mean, he's basically saying that, well, Cosby's kind of guilty, so he's kind of do what I say, not what I do. And I thought, what, is he going to go around and teach athletes how to give young women uh, roofies and take advantage of them sexually? But that was not the plan. And now it's been nixed because people are outraged that this dirtbag man, sorry, uh, who allegedly sexually assaulted 60 possibly plus women had the audacity to do a town hall and talk about how to protect themselves from false allegations. And here's the other deal. Now they're saying it's propaganda, but his spokeswoman is the one who started the whole thing. 
And now they put the kibosh on it because the lawyer's like, are you out of your mind? Because even though they may try him again, you know that most people in the, on the jury did want to convict him. I hope he, he, he is cognizant of that. Yes, he is, I'm sure. But he also knows in a criminal case, it's got to be unanimous versus the civil case, which I'm, he has a bunch of those coming up soon. Angie Austin, always a pleasure. I love that you have all the the different news for me yeah. on on our, our usual connection. Where do we find you, my friend? DaybreakUSA.com. And your producer said he missed me. So apparently my stories are kind of interesting. Yes, they are. They are. <sighs> Thank you. Please be Thank affirmed. You. Please be affirmed. And have a, <laughs> have a great rest of your day, my friend. You too. Thanks. There, there she goes. And here we go. When we come back, uh, I have some good news for veterans or active military uh, you want to know about some free stuff you can get in July? Free tickets for vets and service members and their families? Come on back. I'll share it with you next on Pure Opelka. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Opelka with Mike Opelka. Welcome back to Pure Opelka and waiting in the wings, the liberty loving Latino, Chris Salcedo. Uh, so I, I have to uh, finish up, take care of a little business here, and then make room for Mr. Salcedo. Oh, boy. Um, I did not get to that story. I'll have to save that story for tomorrow. And that one right there. I can't even tip that one off, so I'll save that for tomorrow. Um, We were talking earlier about the Serena Williams thing, and uh, Kelly, uh, she is one of the paid resources here. She's not part of the vast and unpaid resources. Found the clip with David Letterman when Serena Williams said, no, I I don't want to play against men. They they play a different kind of tennis. So everybody calm down about John McEnroe. This is from 2013. Actually, it's funny because Andy Murray, he oh, he was been joking about um, myself and him playing a match. And I'm like, Andy, seriously, like, are you kidding me? Because for me, tennis and men's tennis and women's tennis are completely almost two separate sports. So I'm like, if I were to play Andy Murray, I would lose 6-0, 6-0 in five to six minutes, maybe 10 minutes. Because it's, no, <laughs> no, it's are, true. It's honestly, true. It's a completely... Really? It's a completely different sport. The men are a lot faster, and me and um, they they get they serve harder, they hit harder. It's just a different game. And I love to play women's tennis, and I I only want to play girls because I don't want to be embarrassed. I would not do the tour. I wouldn't do Billie Jean any justice. So Andy, stop it. Yeah. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna let you kill me. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you when it comes to tennis. I only want to play girls. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of miss Letterman, but uh, that was that moment from 2013. It actually happened, so everybody can calm down. John McEnroe was right. It is a very different game. Now, if, uh, if you are planning on spending time with family this holiday weekend, this Independence Day weekend, and you're a member of uh, the service group, service, or if you are a veteran, currently active or a family of a veteran or an active service member today and tomorrow and Friday, I'm going to try and give you uh, 
I do this for entertainment that either gives you real cheap deals or straight up free deals. And there are, there are activities that are going on all over the country in, in terms of like art and entertainment. Blake Shelton and Kelly Clarkson, July 1st in Chicago. It's the DOD Warrior Games opening concert. July 8th in Queens, New York, the, the New York Hall of Science you can get in. In Dallas on the same day in Texas, Dallas, Texas, Kiss and Destroyer are playing. And these are places where you can get discounted family stuff, tickets, access. Uh, July 9th, Hillsboro, Texas, the Texas Pirate Festival. Who doesn't want to go to the Texas Pirate Festival? I'm not a veteran, and I would love to go to that. <laughs> Seriously, there's more. I'll be doing more of these every day. If you want to know uh, more about it, the Veterans Ticket Foundation will help you, or you can go to vettix.org, vettix.org. Let's help take care of those who have taken care of us. It's so important. I'll be back here tomorrow. Let's meet at noon Eastern. Testudo, my friends. Testudo. Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. On the Blaze Radio Network. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.